0: Saint Martin is known most most um, famously for the incident that really sparked his conversion. He um, was a young man and, and knew about the Christian faith, and he was serving as a soldier. But there was one day he was coming into a town, and a a, um, a beggar, um, half naked, bereft, came up to him on his horse, and he was so moved with pity for him that he had a, he had a great military cloak, and he cut it in half and gave half of it to the to the beggar. And then he went on his way, but later that night he had a vision or a dream, or I forget which, anyway, that the beggar appeared to him, but it was Jesus wearing the cloak that he had given to him, um, and he realized that that act of charity had been um, an act of, of love towards the Lord. And he, he then went on to... Um, become a monk, and then he was made bishop and lived a, lived a wonderful life serving the church in many different ways. But one thing about his veneration as a saint is unique, is that it's, it's said that he's one of the earliest saints, one of the earliest people to be venerated as a saint who wasn't a martyr. So yes, like the, those who were involved in Jesus' life and the apostles and that, and we, they were held as saints in the early church, but then the the veneration of saints really first began with those who had laid down their life in witnessing the faith, which kind of makes sense because if, if we're going to um, join with Jesus in his death and joining the resurrection, then what better way to imitate him than to lay down our lives and, and die for the faith? Um, and that was seen as obviously these people have joined with Jesus and reigning with him in heaven. But it's kind of a, a revolution in the way we see the saints to think that people that live good and holy lives, lives of practical love, lives of charity and of service to others, also join with Jesus in the fullness of life in heaven. Um, and obviously, we've gone on to have many other saints venerated um, who weren't martyrs. But it can remind us of something that I think the, the, the whole veneration of the saints and the way we relate to them can be inspiring to us or it can be unhelpful to us if if we can see the saints as something that's kind of amazing and super holy and beyond us, which, if we think of just those who lay down their lives in an amazing, heroic way, um, that might seem beyond our ordinary, everyday experience of following Jesus. I don't know how many of you have frequent opportunities for martyrdom. Um, if you did, you wouldn't be here. Uh, but that, that, that's an extraordinary thing for us to consider, Whereas if we think about someone like Martin simply seeing someone with a need in front of him and responding to that in love, that's the kind of Christian experience that relates a little bit more to our everyday life. And so the, our relationship with the saints is supposed to inspire us to live our own call to holiness more, not to relate with them such as, oh, they're so holy that they can pray to God on our behalf because we're too far away from God, or they're so holy that um, we'll, just, we'll just put them up on statues in our church and, and bow down before them because we can never reach that kind of holiness. No, they are um, to guide us and inspire us to become holy ourselves and to share in the life of God ourselves. So there's an encouragement here with Martin today to take up that life of, of loving Jesus in our ordinary, everyday experience. And I feel like this is what John is saying in his letter, the... We have a few verses from the very short second letter of St. John in our first reading today and he speaks about, to the, to the whoever he's writing this letter to, he says, I'm not, I'm not trying to give you anything new, I'm just reminding you of what our faith is really about and the command that you've always heard is to love one another. The command that you've always heard in the preaching of the gospel is that you should love one another and that's such a applicable, simple thing to do. Um, So I just want to reflect on how it is that we can love people in our everyday lives. And yes, there may be great big heroic moments when a big sacrifice is called for us or we might be able to serve someone in a way that makes a huge impact in their lives. But again, they don't come about every day. Um, And even when those moments do come about, we will only be able to respond with that generosity of heart if... We are practicing that day in, day out, and forming that heart of love within ourselves and allowing Jesus to show us how to love. So every day, there are opportunities like this. Um, Just thinking back to the last few days, I've had I think about, you know, perhaps if you're in traffic or if you're in the line for something and you let somebody go in front of you, like that's just a way of, of showing service, kindness to someone else. Um, Perhaps it's just listening patiently to someone else who's in front of you, even though you need to um, rush off somewhere or you want to cut in and say what you want to say. Um, It might just be doing a a simple little, maybe a household chore or cleaning up something that's just thinking of somebody other than yourself. There's so many decisions we can make in a day that that are are prideful or self-serving or selfish, but we can also make so many decisions to love the other, to look beyond ourselves and to be charitable. And this is a way that Jesus wants to make us holy, that he wants us to share in his life by becoming loving like he is, which is just the same kind of loving that, is, that he showed when he laid down his life and when the martyrs laid down their life, but he also wants us to do it in the simple, in the everyday moments when we can just serve that brother or sister who's in front of us.